Welcome. You've tuned in to Living the Miracle with hosts Michael and Raphael Tamura. You are meant to live a joy-filled life, and you most certainly can. In this program, you will learn simple yet powerful psychic tools to help you fulfill your soul's purpose in this world. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Tamura and Raphael Tamura. Hello, 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 and welcome everyone to Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. I am Raphael. And I'm Michael. The purpose for our show is for awakening souls, developing intuition, and fulfilling purpose, something we have been working with for many, many years, so we hope we have a really interesting show for you today, all about something that I think you might find interesting. Today, we're exploring the subject that occupies all of our minds, most likely more than any other subject. What's happening in your relationships? But we're not only going to examine what's happening in your relationships, we're going a big step further and deeper to examine what's happening in them on a psychic level. Many people immediately think of romantic type of relationships when they hear the term relationship. But, of course, relationship refers to any interaction between two people, things, or ideas. In fact, when you really get down to it, a relationship is between any two different kinds or levels of consciousness and energy. For example, how are you re- relating to the words, the concepts, and the energy of what I'm saying right now? How are you relating to my voice and how I'm talking? How are you related to even the chair you're sitting on or the floor you're lying on or the car you're sitting in? When we're relating to someone talking, we could be in judgment about what that person is saying how that person is saying it, the person's voice, accent, and a multitude of other factors or kinds of energy, since everything is energy. You might like the energy of a person's voice, but dislike the person's choice of words. You might be interested in the concepts being spoken about, but but not the way the person is speaking about them. You might be enthralled by the person's personality, but disinterested in what the person is saying. Obviously, we can go on and on looking at every aspect of the interaction between the speaker and the listener till the cows come home. And when exactly do the cows come home? (laughs) Well, I I think in the farms, the cows come home at the end of the day. So I like cows. We might be talking about at the end of the day. Yes, you can relate to what someone says or does in humor or amusement or in judgment. It's always our choice, isn't it? How we relate to anyone or anything. Today we're examining what's happening in your relationships, any and all of them. That's because how you relate to one person or thing impacts how you relate to everything and everyone else. We might decide to be kind and generous to one person, but withhold the same from another because we judge that person to be less worthy or undeserving. 
Yet, if we're doing that, how would our divided and prejudiced state of mind energetically affect the person we are wanting to be kind and generous to? It would really show up if both people ended up in the same place with us, wouldn't it? Now, have you ever felt that although the person is outwardly treating you nicely inside, that person didn't like you? Or someone says all good things about you, but you felt that they actually were thinking almost the opposite things. On the other hand, you've probably had someone you liked and trusted who you knew was joking when that person said something that could be construed as insulting or demeaning, but you felt complimented instead. That happens a lot with people. Our teacher, Lewis, was a master at secretly complimenting people with what normally would be an insult. One of the first times I really got to see that and what he was doing on a psychic level was when this stunning, like a model beautiful young woman walked by us at our center when Louis Berlin blurted out, I've seen better legs on a piano stool. (laughs) How would you like that? (laughs) uh, He'd probably be right. (laughs) Yeah, and the woman swirled around, just started laughing and replied, well, thank you. (laughs) And she just sat down right there to join us to talk. What was happening on a psychic level was that Lewis was complimenting her beauty at the same time making it safe for her to open up to him because he wasn't a man trying to pick her up with flattery. He was also pointing out to her that she didn't have to invalidate how beautiful she was in order to protect herself from people who wanted to take advantage of her in some way. He was validating her that it was okay for her to know and own that she was beautiful. All that with a line that was in common uses by crotchety old misogynists <laughs> of, of his generation, of his generation mm-hmm. to insult women <clears throat> and invalidate them in many ways all at once. Yeah, I experienced something um, quite differently um, as kind of as opposed to this example that Michael is giving where the person actually was insulting me, but I decided not to take it as an insult. Um, I was a songwriter for a long time, and I still am. Someday I'll be able to sit down and write more songs when we're not busy doing our spiritual and psychic work as much. But I took a song that I had had a very good friend of mine actually record for me, and I took it to a place um, where people were gathering because a very famous songwriter who wrote a song that you would recognize, I'm not going to say what it was, um, was giving a workshop on how to write a good song. And also the prize was you might get your song to a recording studio if he liked the song. So there was a lottery. So we were. it was so long ago, it was on cassette tapes. There was a lottery And the lottery was um, whoever's name got pulled, uh, you got your tape listened to. And my name got pulled among the about 100 people that were in this place. So it was about the sixth one listened to. He turns it off, 
looks at the audience with a wry look on his face and he said, don't you think there's a bunch of this blankety blank junk on the radio already? Question mark. (laughs) And everyone laughed and guffawed and it was, you know, definitely taken as an insult and I was being laughed at. However, the one thing I heard was that it was good enough for radio because it was like other songs that were already on the radio. So that was an insult, but I decided not to take it that way, and it encouraged me to keep writing songs. So, you know, a lot of it has to do with how do we take some of the communication we receive. And I love the example Michael used in that the beautiful woman with the probably beautiful legs turned around and said, well, thank you, because she knew he was joking around with her and coming from a very loving place. Most of the time, you don't have to be trained or expert psychic to tell where someone is coming from in relationship to you. I'm sure most of you listening to this show can tell when someone is hiding something from you or they are saying things they don't really mean or that they love you no matter how they say something to you. Teenagers are a really good example of this. When you really start to examine your various relationships deeply, you become aware that the biggest part of every relationship is what's happening in it on a psychic inner level, how you're responding, how you're experiencing that. If you've ever spent any time with little children under five or six years old, you know you can say all the right things out loud to them, but if you're not feeling it inside of you, they're going to respond much more to what you're really feeling than what you're saying. It can be kind of confusing. And because they're still very young and inexperienced, they may easily misinterpret what you're feeling by taking it personally. For example, you might have had a tough time with your boss at work, and when you come home, you're still smarting from the encounter, and your little one might wonder if she or he did something wrong. So, Michael... What's happening in your relationships psychically? Uh, yes, I have to. <laughs> do you do you have a few weeks for me to give you a rundown on just a few of them? Sure, I'm sure. People are listening. Yeah. Well, you know, obviously, I have relationships, lots and lots and lots of people on so many different levels, but. Throughout my life, I've learned that most of what I experience in any relationship happens on a psychic level, not on an overt level, just under, underneath, on a way you can't maybe see physically or hear uh, physically. But rarely is the challenge in a relationship due to just what a person said. Or how that person behaved, or what that person did. Most of the difficulties were due to that person's energy, and where that person was at, and where that person was coming from. A common example for a healer like me is that another person, it could be a family member, friend, colleague, uh, next door neighbor, student, patient, or someone you just helped once before is wanting you to help that person. 
but is too self-absorbed in his or her situation and desperation that they're dumping and projecting whatever they can't handle into you energetically and expecting you to take it all away and make it better. In fact, most of the time that someone might do that, they also aren't aware enough that you're not your body. So when they think of you, they think of your body. So they unconsciously try to dump all their problems energetically into your body. So that's one of the challenges I've had all my life. And especially <clears throat> over overnight when you're sleeping, when I'm sleeping. <laughs> you know, I'm out there. <laughs> I'm not anywhere near my physical body when I'm sleeping. And generally, neither are you. But some mornings, I wake up and it's like uh, an army <laughs> or a, 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 a train of Mack trucks ran me over. <laughs> but it wasn't running me over. I'm fine. I'm coming in happy as a lark. But, oh, there's tread marks all over my body, energetically speaking. Mm -hmm. And that person who wants me to solve their problem is literally in my face. Not a nice way to wake up. <laughs> but <laughs> fortunately, most of the time, I'm, I'm, you know, gone through this so, so many times over so many years. I recognize it. And I'm able to clear it out of my space enough to get out of bed without thinking that something is terribly wrong with me. <laughs> Most people, when they first thing, they wake up, you know, they had a good night's sleep. They wake up and they feel like a Mack truck ran them over. They're going to think, what's wrong with me? Right? <laughs> oh, I have a little something to add to this. Uh, Michael waking up with people in his space. Of course, I have that experience too. But because between the two of us, Michael does a lot more teaching, I work a little more in the background. So uh, not so many people uh, put their attention on me. And once in a while, I will actually be awakened by some of the people putting their attention on Michael. And I could tell you exactly who it is. It's almost like there's the person and I have to tell them uh, telepathically, psychically, hey, this is Michael's body. He's out there somewhere. He's not here. But that person came in so strongly, it actually woke me up. So. Yeah. And, you know, these are people who need help. They're, they're seeking help. And that's people psychically reaching out to, to you, uh, whether you're a family member, your best friend, or, uh, you know, a, per a person's living by themselves and the only person they know is um, they can reach out to is you as a neighbor. It could be anybody or a workmate. And they're frustrated or angry, afraid or confused, desperate, depressed, guilty, sad or in pain or all of the above. And being sensitive, I am aware of this and actually you may be aware of it on a kind of a not so conscious level 
you're maybe the effect of it sometimes without knowing consciously that it's not yours. So the secret to being able to deal with all that is to know with certainty what's yours and what's not in all that you're experiencing at any given time. And the simple rule of the thumb is that if you can't solve the problem or the energy, it's not of your making. Anything that you've made, you can easily solve or understand at least. If you can't make heads or tails of it, or even after several attempts, you know, it's not, you can't make it go away, you can't stop it, it just keeps on going bum, 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 bum in your mind and your feelings. It's really not yours. And you have to decide that it's not for you to try to do something about it. You have to let it go. And when you can truly let it go and not try to figure it out intellectually, do something about it and all of that, ah, you'll start to have your own space and you'll go, oh, wait a minute. That stuff doesn't even make sense to me. That's not where I am. So you have to let all that energy go. And and so, oh. One of the things I wanted to, to bring up was um, something I said earlier, which had to do with things that you can communicate with and have communication and Uh, let's say, a psychic connection with things. This is why sometimes when a a beloved vase breaks, a person gets upset because they have to let go of something that they really loved and there was a connection with. I personally, having been a girl from Detroit, Michigan, the Motor City, always really care about my cars. So I'm often thanking my cars for getting me where I need to go safely. Anyway, we'll talk more about this. We're coming up on our first break. Remember, in September, we'll have seminar weekends in both Chicago, Illinois and Burlington, Vermont. Make sure to check them out on the events section of our website, michaeltamura.com. When we return in a couple minutes, we'll continue to explore what's happening in your relationships psychically. And... We'll be happy to take any of your calls if you have questions about what's happening in your relationship psychically. Yeah, listen for the number uh, that comes up in the uh, prequel to our next section. We will be right back. Thank you very much. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. We hear just be you a lot these days. But who are you? What is an authentic life? The answer to these questions and more will be answered on The Authentic Living Show. Hosted by Andrea Matthews. Andrea will interview some of today's spiritual, psychological experts and will provide her own wisdom to help you raise your consciousness to the level of your I am. Listen for Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Heard live every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events 
to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. Welcome back, everyone. Today we're exploring a hot topic. What's happening in your relationships psychically? Michael. So we were talking about, you know, the energetic component, the psychic energy that is either projected from one person to another or the other person back. Or so many times, my experience in relationships, especially when something's not going quite right, the first thing is to recognize, oh, it may not be either of the two of you, okay? Or let's use an example of yes. two people uh, in some kind of relationship. It doesn't matter what kind of relationship. It could be a work relationship, romantic, uh, a marriage, anything. But when normally you have, you know, at least fairly good communication and something starts to go a little bit amiss, that's a good sign to step back and look at, oh, is this about either of us? Or is there energy in one of our spaces or, or both of our spaces or in between us sometimes, psychically, from other people? And, and it doesn't have to be a malicious kind of you know attack or anything like that or even manipulation. Although those things often happen. happen. Yes. Yeah, especially like a lot of times... You know, uh, the other person, the third party, okay, could be a family member who cares about you, and but they're being overly protective or they don't like the person you're with, they don't like your friend or your partner or whatever, and they're going, oh, no, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be with that person, or I, I think that person's a, you know, a bad person or whatever. I don't like the way he or she looks or it could be anything. And and sometimes it's it's uh, uh, it's about um, their own judgments. Oh, this person's way below your educational level, or this person is way below your socio financial status. 
you know, and they might not say it that way or think it that way, but something's in there. And then you start to find there's some kind of a discord between you and the person that you care about, you, you like to be in communication with. So that's the first thing I always do is if there's any kind of a difficulty in any relationship, first thing is I ground myself. Ah, oh, I'm usually grounded, but I check to make sure I'm fully grounded. So if you want to practice that right now, uh, go ahead and just sit with both feet flat on the floor. Close your eyes. Ah, give yourselves a deep breath. And imagine the grounding cord, tree trunk, you're sitting on, going all the way down to the center of the earth. It's connected securely, anchored in to the center of the earth, and you're sitting on it. And imagine the part of the tree trunk that's flat and smooth, comfortable, going in a little bit to your body and connecting with your first chakra, the energy center right above the tip of your tailbone. Just imagine uh, like a disk of energy there. And just relax. Let everything be. Let yourself be as you are and let go. And when you let go, the grounding takes care of all foreign energies and other people's problems and you start to be able to release that down into the center of the earth. So that's a good start. And notice when you're grounded, oh, you're a little more stable. You're a little calmer. And then next thing, just be aware. Decide you're aware in the center of your head. And when you start to be aware in the center of your head, you'll start to notice right there, somewhere in the center of your head, is this little tiny spot that's very still, quiet. It's like nothing's happening there. Even if the world is in, you know, flames, the world is topsy-turvy. <laughs> kind of is in flames right now. Yeah. <laughs> At least where we're looking. And so, just be in the center of your head. Notice how it quiets things down a little bit. You're neutral. Then, and only then, can you start to examine, oh, what's happening between me and this other person? And the next thing you can do is imagine an image of a rose out in front of you. Ah, notice, between you and the center of your head and where you see that rose, that's your psychic space. It's not for anybody else. And just have that rose in front of you and imagine and ask yourself, is there other energies affecting me or this other person I'm wanting to have a good relationship with right now that's affecting our communication. And let it just start to show up in this rose as a color, quality, or just even a thought of, oh, oh, this is, this is a, a relative that's just, you know, being very, very frustrated and, and confused and so forth. Oh, and they're just wanting my help or whatever. And you just put that person and that energy in the rose. Oh, and here's a workmate who's going through a divorce. And they're all torn up about it. Ah, let's put that energy in the rose. And, oh, there's somebody uh, that's wanting me to 
you know, pay attention to them and not to the person I'm with. Okay, let's put that energy in that rose. So see what's there for you with any relationship you're interested in and then put any of the energies you find that's not yours or the other person's into that rose. And then just imagine that whole thing exploding in a flash of light and you just release the whole energy. Give yourselves a deep breath and imagine a beautiful gold sun of life force energy above your head and just bathe yourself. Just bring in that gold sun full of life. Give yourself more of this life energy and experience more life energy coming in to your space, to your body, to everything. Ah, yeah, you're here to live fully. <laughs> and just be a little amused as well. That'll help. Notice how you feel. And notice if there's a little shift in your space in relationship to the other person. This is a very, very quick little way. But over time, as you practice this more and more, you'll start to be able to notice right off the bat. Oh, yeah, time out. <laughs> Let's not get into a big argument or anything. Let's, you know, clear out this energy. And then, where would I like to be? That's the real question. Where am I with this person? Oh, I care about this person. I like this person. I want to be in very good communication, have a wonderful relationship with this person. Great. That's where I am. That's my energy. Huh. So all the other stuff is junk. Let's clean up the junk and start to build the relationship that we really, truly would like to have with this other person. Yes, I would like to give an example of this and this the tools that Michael just talked about of finding your space is what I used to actually find out about what's going on. And that is one time I moved in with someone and I had two jobs. I had a really great income going and things were going very well. And then suddenly within, I would say, three weeks of moving in with this person, my money situation tanked. I didn't lose my job. It's just suddenly all these unusual and strange financial things were happening. So before I got too upset about it, I sat down. I grounded myself, I found my space, and I did exactly what Michael just talked about. I put up that rose and went, what is going on? And I got my roommate has big financial problems that um, this person did not tell me about. So I did the energy work, found my space, and, and then later, without accusing him or anything, I just sat down with him and I said, please tell me what's going on. And as it turns out, he was in the middle of a big bankruptcy he was borrowing money from his neighbors right and left, and, and it was going just, he just had no money. And a lot of times when somebody's hiding something from you like that and hoping you don't find out, well, you know, I'm psychic. I did find out, and it did affect my energy on an unconscious level until I was able to find my space from it. And from that point, I could make decisions on what I could do about it. And it had very good conclusions. Okay, so we have some callers. I'd like to um, talk to Kathy from California. California. Hi, Kathy. Hi. 
Hello. Hello there. Yeah. What's your question? Um, well, I've been doing a lot of um, really deep work, um, cleaning out stuff from my childhood. Yes. And my, I just, everything is different for me. I'm relating differently. My body's become kind of sick in a growth period from it. Yes. And um, that's, I don't know if that's a question, but that's, that's <laughs> no, that's a pretty good. That's a pretty good reading. <laughs> yes, you are in a tremendous growth spurt, and all, especially around your heart center, uh, is just lush with green. <laughs> and for those of you yeah. who haven't heard this yet, uh, this particular color green that I'm talking about in front of Kathy's uh, heart center area is the energy of change, new information coming in, new creativity, new, everything's kind of new. And you're still in the very uh, final process, final part of this process of un, un, what do you call it, undoing and letting go of some of this past certain segment of your life in your past and so that's opening that up but there you still have more uh, pain and um, the pain is not so much physical pain but it's it's more the pain hurt of invalidation not being good enough not being seen not not being recognized for who you are not having the validation that you are this really very creative, enthusiastic person uh, that I see you when you when you're about four years old, you got kind of run over <laughs> because you were too enthusiastic, and and uh, some people couldn't handle you because you had too much energy. Now you're starting to get back more and more not only of your enthusiasm, but your creative power. You have a lot of creative power and you're starting to bring that forth in your life and you're going to use it in many different ways. People often think of creativity as artistic and that, which is true as well. But in your case, creativity is bigger. It's it's ranges from everything from uh, stuff and kind of business related type of thing as well as uh, spiritual spiritual healing, uh, psychic development, all of that is highly creative. And you you have a lot of healing energy and abilities, and you're stepping up in the use of your creative power. But at, with that comes, okay, you need to make more space for you. You've been doing the releasing part, but now you need to use more of your creativity to create space for you in this world where you do you know a place where you could uh, give yourself permission to express more of your creativity uh, in communication in healing in um, uh, doing you know uh, interesting uh, things for you on a creative artistic level and so forth and so on lots of different uh, avenues of expression you need to give yourself. And that's a creative process to make space and give yourself the opportunity to actually do it. And so that's what I see as your next step is to 
get out there and do more what you've always wanted to do, but we're afraid a little bit to do for fear of rejection and invalidation. And then there's one more thing is that I'm looking at where you're creating a whole new space within yourself in how you want to conduct your actual uh, person-to-person relationships. And that's put you also in a big growth period because it's breaking a lot of old patterns like Michael was talking about. Yeah, and not bouncing off of where the other person is at so much as creating where you'd like to be with the other person and letting them come up and match you where you are more and more. It's not an overnight thing, but over time, as you do that over and over, people are going to start to either scream and run away from you <laughs> or <laughs> or they're going to start to match you and go, hey, I like you know, what you're creating better than all my problems and woe is me stuff. So they start to come up and start to be able to have more of a relationship with you, the kind that you are really interested in. All right. So uh, we do have some more callers. Thank you very much, Kathy, for calling in. We really appreciate it. Uh, We'd like to call in Jane from California. Um, We might not be able to completely answer your question in this section. So this is going to be going over from this section to next section. So, Jane, are you there? Hello. Hello, Sarah. Yes. What is your question? Um, my question, actually, I'm not sure if it's a relationship with myself or relationship with the um, uh, of extending to doing more psychic work. Um, because every time when I try to, um, when I teach people nutrition education, then I feel I am pretty well received. But yes. when I try to explore into the more mindfulness and and psychic tools, um, then I feel like I I either get um, no, I, I don't get much response, or I get sick. Um, yeah, and then earlier part of this show, when I tried when I look into the relationship with myself, I look like there's I. I don't have, um, there's a lot that I need to work on in that regard as well. So, but I'm surprised. I've been, I've been healing myself for so long and, and here I am. Yes. Well, this, a lot of times a healer like you uh, and a teacher um, goes through this when you get to a certain point. It seems like I've been working on myself all my life, and still there's more stuff. <laughs> it's part of our learning process as That's souls. why we're here. When, when, you're, when you don't have anything left, then not only are you going to not be here, you don't have to come back. <laughs> so, so this is a, not just a lifelong process, but it's a lifetimes long process. We keep on coming back here because there's more and more to learn. But I'd like you, Jane, to hang on on the phone call uh, during the break. We have to go to a break now. And then afterwards, when we come back, we'll continue with you. Okay? So hang in there. Thank you. You're welcome. As we come up on our second break today, here's something very exciting and valuable for you to consider. 
Would you like to get beyond your doubts? Would you like to learn to follow your heart and use your intuition to live the miracle of your soul life? And wouldn't you like to be able to use your imagination and intuition to their fullest so that you could navigate through your life's challenges with grace? If so, join us for two life-transforming all-day-long days, all day long experiential seminars in Chicago, Illinois, September 1st and 2nd. Please tell your friends about it, too. It's on our website, michaeltamora.com. When we return, we will continue with Jane, we were just talking to, um, and also with our theme, what's happening in your relationships psychically. We will be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. What makes someone successful in their field? On Transformational Energy Leadership, Dr. Matthew Allen Woolsey speaks to amazing guests who share their ideas, advice, tips, and tricks as to what defines success for them. The result is positive transformation for you. You'll learn that personal energy is the key to make it work, and you'll hear through actual examples how to bring that positive transformation to life. Listen live every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. Welcome back to our show today about what's happening in your relationships psychically. And we're taking call-ins today. I'm going to repeat that number one more time in case you're thinking about calling and haven't quite done it yet. 1-888-346-9141. Now we're going to get back to Michael's answers to our... Uh, Caller from California, California Jane. Jane. All right, Jane, are you still there? Yes. Hello? Oh, great. Great. So you were asking in first, and this is really great because you're talking about, okay, uh, you're teaching nutrition and you're well-received by many people. But when you start to teach more about mindfulness and psychic development and that aspect of spiritual healing and uh, development, all of a sudden there's not as receptive of an audience, correct? 
Yes. Yes. And this is a very good question because so many people, uh, so many souls who are teachers, here to teach, here to be healers, go through this when they're taking their step up in what they're teaching and how they're teaching. And there's two different uh, audiences. One for your nutrition information and teachings and guidance, you have that. But for the more inner psychic level, it's a very different uh, group of souls that are ready for that information. So it's not anything you're doing, quote, wrong in your teaching or in your, you know, getting your word out there. It's, okay, how many of the people that you uh, attract to you as, as a nutrition nutritionist and nutrition teacher are attracted to you in learning uh, mindfulness and learning psychic inner work. And all of a sudden, boom, the group drops off. And there's, there's an there's a overlay. There's, of course, some of the people, some of the souls who come to you through nutrition may also be interested, and not only interested, but ready for committing to working on themselves in the inner work, the psychic stuff. But a lot of them aren't. They're not there yet. It's not that they're not capable. It's not that they're not in the place in their spiritual growth that they are seeking it. And even if they're interested, it's not a level of interest where they would make a commitment of, let's say, paying for a consult or, or a class or a workshop or something like that. They're not at that stage yet. And so what I see for you, Jane, is you need to create for yourself. This is not just for them, but create for yourself if you're interested in expanding your, your healing work and expanding your teaching work to the inner uh, work and to the mindfulness, to the psychic development work. Then you have to make a bridge from, okay, here are people who come in from being interested in nutrition help. Now, way over here, there's quite a gap between that energy level and then working strictly within oneself. So it's going to take you a little bit of time to look within yourself. And this is uh, similar to what I said to Kathy, the caller before you. You're in a creative growth spurt. You're, you're needing to create new. It's not just working on yourself and digging out old stuff to clear yourself of toxins, so to speak, uh, you know, whether it's nutritional or psychic. But you're needing to practice spending more attention and time in creating something new and creating a new level of new space, new energy, and a new kind of a space in which people who are specifically interested in learning more of the mindfulness levels and psychic tools from you to come to. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So that's what I see as your next step. 
And it's also really important to know that um, we can start anew with something at any point in our lives. So don't let anybody tell you that, uh, you know, you don't have the time or anything like that. You are able to do this and you are ready. So good luck to you. Thank Thank you. you for calling. Thank you. Thank you both. You're very You're welcome. welcome. I'd like to call on Yuri from Chicago, where yes. we're going to be at the yeah, very next, beginning of September, one and two, I think. Next week, right? Yes, next yeah. not end this the, coming weekend, but next weekend. Hi, Yuri. Oh, Hi. Hello, Michael. Hello, Rock. You don't believe me. I'm looking forward to see you again. <laughs> yes. That'll be great. So what's hello. your question? Uh, my question is... Um, Let's see if I can verbalize it. Um, in terms of relationship, um, I notice I've been, well, for a while, not as you can tell, I've been working on having more um, of my space and finding my own energy. But it's very difficult sometimes for me. Um, seems like I'm feeling all right. And then uh, I notice, well, my conversation is <laughs> It's been uh, a challenge in my life, and I notice sometimes uh, I know I'm grounded, and then someone comes, and I feel, and I get scared, and I get all dizzy because I feel the energy on my face, and and I just, I guess I need some communication, how to learn to hold my space better, or... um, Yes, that's that's a really good question. That's a really good question, Yuri. Uh, because you're really sensitive, and especially on that clairsentient feeling energy level. Mm. And that's yeah. definitely your second chakra, right? Below the navel. Yeah. And one of the things that I would recommend for you is first, you know, not only just being grounded, but what I see is, and this isn't on a conscious level, more unconsciously, you go into a great deal of resistance when you feel other people's energies. And unless the energy's really, really gentle and calm and... and or good feeling. Good feeling. But even mm-hmm. if it's good feeling, sometimes you go... I notice you'll go into resistance to someone else's energy because just because it's not yours. And when you feel someone's energy... That doesn't necessarily mean they're in your space. That just means uh, you're feeling their energy. <laughs> sometimes it means your energy is in their space. Yeah. So instead of resisting, what I see you energetically, psychically trying to do is the minute you start feeling someone else's energy, you start to try to push it out. Like, you know, almost physically push it out from your second chakra, which then puts you, your energy, and the other person's energy into a kind of a battle battle stance. Yeah? And there's no no movement. It's stuck. Like a standoff. Yeah, it's a standoff. <laughs> and so what I would recommend is when you notice that, mm-hmm. instead of resisting, just go, oh, okay, I'm doing that again. Start first step. Okay. This is true to everybody with the first step of becoming aware psychically about what's been going on, especially a problematic thing, is give yourself a lot of time of, oh, this becoming aware of it is the first and the greatest step. 
when you become aware that you're doing something, that's that's not only the first step, but that first step takes you about 99% of the way. So really celebrate, oh, I'm aware of it. That's the hardest part to get to. So once you're aware, give yourself some time and you know relax and go, okay, I'm going to now practice every time this happens. Oh, yeah, I'm doing it again. Oh, yeah, I'm, I can tell I'm trying to push this person's energy away from me. Great. Isn't that great? <laughs> Don't make it bad. And go, why am I doing this? And I shouldn't be doing this anymore. And blah, 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 blah. No, that's, that's going to make things worse. So just go, okay, each time that happens for a while, just get into amusement. And yes, definitely check your grounding and go, okay. But don't try to ground in order to get rid of it all. Ground and create a new space of, okay, I'm aware of this and it's okay. I don't have to fight it. And, and feeling somebody else's energy isn't going isn't gonna to destroy me or you know, kill me or anything, even if the energy's not very good, okay? And so, so that's how you start to own your space, not by fighting it. You own your space, not by trying to get rid of everything, but you own your space by having, okay, part of your space is you are extremely sensitive and extremely aware. Enjoy it. Wow, I'm feeling everything, what this person's going through. Right. I've been practicing. Yes, I've been practicing that. Um, Great. Okay. We have to. We saw we each other, to. but I noticed sometimes yeah. I, it gets uh, me dizzy and it scares me because no. a couple of times I almost That's, fell. Okay, Yuri, Yuri, we have to end the show here pretty quickly, but yeah. um, I wanted to mention one more quick thing for you, and that is you have some other energetic things going on with you, and what I see is that. Sometimes it takes uh, walking around and really getting in the body before your meditation is going to be as powerful as it can be. So taking a walk sometimes clears out the lowest vibrations of energy without any effort. And then sitting down to do your meditations. So thank you for coming on to the show, Yuri. It's always nice to talk to you. We'll see you in Chicago. Um, We're getting to the end of our show, though. You're welcome. Thank you. Have a wonderful day, Michael and Raphael. Bye-bye. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. So just wanted to remind everyone to not only join us in Chicago on September 1st and 2nd, but join us in beautiful Burlington, Vermont, September 22 and 23, the weekend of the 22nd and 23rd. Michael will give two all-day seminars. Saturday's topic is Joy is Within You. Free your imagination and live a spirit-inspired life. And Sunday's is You Are Psychic and Joyous Already. Know your purpose intuitively. See your way clairvoyantly. Come and learn about the three keys to living your life joyously. Imagination, inspiration, and intuition. Check our website, michaeltamura.com events calendar for details and to sign up exciting news also while we're in burlington vermont we'll be at a special one evening only screening of the pgs intuition is your personal guidance system the movie that's been garnering rave reviews to sell out crowds in both the u.s and australia everywhere it's been shown 
Michael is featured in this movie, and he'll be there to conduct a special Q&A after the screening in person. Yay. Get all the details and reserve your tickets now. They're only 12 bucks before they're gone for this extraordinary experience. And you can go to our uh, uh, newsletter or to gather.us or pgsthemovie.com and look for the screening in Burlington, Vermont. Or go to our Facebook pages and click on one of the posts about this. Coming up next Wednesday right here on Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamor is What's Up With Your Chakras, Daily Life and Your Energy Centers. Please tell your friends about our show and share it, please, 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 on social media. Until then, be inspired, use your imagination, and follow your intuition joyfully. This is Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora. Thank you so very much for joining us. We'll see you next week. We appreciate your joining us today. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora can be heard live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we talk again next week, remember to wake up to who you are. It's your purpose here on Earth.